welcome to episode 243 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joined by a parkrunner this week celebrating a different kind of milestone. Happy birthday, Melissa Ellis. Oh, thanks, Ollie. Thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. I am very well. And before I forget, congratulations also on regaining statesmanship. Thank you. Yes. Happy to do that this week. <laughs> no, well done. Big week. Yeah, another massive week in Meltown with uh, travel and junior park run. So I'm riding a wave of happiness currently. Oh, oh but now I feel bad because you... <laughs> are currently still in lockdown. Uh, well, look, I um, want, want to share both aspects, of course, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, I think with us recording this one night early, so um, one uh, yeah, insight for the listeners, we're recording early, so that also means I don't know the result to the Euro 2020 match yet, but uh, that's, that's a side point. But, yes, I am part of the couple of fractions of the country at the moment that are under COVID restrictions and have been this parkrun day just gone. Yes, our friends in West Australia, I believe, Ollie, have also not parkrun this last Saturday. That's right. So hopefully the good people of Perth and Peel regions, as I understand it out there, will get parkrun back next weekend. But, uh, yeah, fingers crossed there was a bit of not parkrunning and just general well-being more than anything. And of course, yeah, as you're pointing out, Greater Sydney, a bit more than Greater Sydney, however you interpret it, is very much still in lockdown at time of recording and indications are that that's, that's not changing terribly quickly. The trends are not positive in that respect. Well, how did you choose to spend your parkrun day, Ollie? <laughs> um, I, I was very lazy. It was a very sedentary parkrun day. I had a sleep in. I don't think I've had a sleep in to um, about 9 a.m. for a long time. Uh, that's quite foreign to me. So to uh, to actually get the chance to lay in bed, um, I skipped not parkrun, went straight to brunch, which was kind of nice too. I think there may have been a few parkrunners or not parkrunners in this, this neck of the woods that might have been doing something similar. But, look, uh, I did did have the motivation to get back out there today, as it were, uh, on the second day of parkrun weekend. And uh, Hannah and I did a not parkrun in our ugly buffs. Oh, they have arrived. They have, yes, yes. And they were fantastic. They are excellent neck warmers. I had underestimated them. I did not see any photo, any such photo. I demand a photo. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I, I did take said photo. Um, social media is a, is a little slow for me at the moment. So, uh, look. I'll, I'll try and post it later this evening or sometime tomorrow and pass it off as just happening. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Okay, yep, sorry, yep. Can we not use this as our teaser post? Ooh. Uh-huh, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, by the time this goes to air, everybody will have seen it, so that's it won't right, matter. That's right. So I'm the slowest person here because everyone else knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> usual story <laughs> but, but it, look it, it, it was a fairly nice way to spend a not park run day uh, I, I feel like i'm well and truly behind the stakes there's a distinct lack of creativity in the household i think we're all adjusting i don't have a daryl i don't have an ellis palace bass point not park run didn't even happen so uh you got a hanny i got a hanny and she didn't let me down so uh yeah we'll put our collective heads together 
and come up with something for next Not Park Run Day. I think we have to set you a challenge for next mm. week. Oh, I think mm. next week Hanny needs to do a Not Park Run roving report. Oh, okay. Mm. We'll have to see. <laughs> Let's hope she listens in time. <laughs> so where did you run? Um Local. Uh, so we are in current restrictions in the Greater Sydney area, limited to essential exercise and staying within 10 kilometres of our household. Soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, of course. But Absolutely. Just saying no. that because we had a five kilometre limit. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, and I, I, I trust all the listeners can understand and appreciate that in jest. You, know, you guys in Melbourne and Victoria have been through a lot. And, and and I'm guessing that you can still reach your coastline within your 10 kilometres. <laughs> I've barely got land within my 10 kilometres. <laughs> <laughs> Show off. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got no hills, Mel. I've got to start training for my hill run in, <gasps> in well, I've got some time, so I'm, I'm being fairly pessimistic. Depends on your perspective. But Oliver Spake, if you can reach Shell Harbour within your 10 kilometres, you can run a hill. Oh, I'm I'm talking real hills, not just Shell Harbour hills. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, 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 need, I need some real hills. Mm. Yeah, so I'm just going to have to run up and down those hills quite a lot to get into shape because I really haven't been in shape. The, the back has uh, put me up for all of the oh. week, so, so today's return was, was pretty much it, and it was, a, it was a slow one. We may have stopped for 20 minutes to watch a boat in rough seas take on what we thought was uh, – inadvisable yeah fishing trip uh, but it was good the back performed so hopefully the comeback is happening and i'm actually feeling guilty because you have referenced your back problem in a previous episode and i've never actually said to you what did you do and is it okay that's all right i just wanted to whinge um <laughs> I, I really don't know uh i think probably the root cause and the symptoms are one and the same i'm a little out of shape and need to to be a bit more consistent in what I do. So yeah, a couple of couple of big exercise days scattered with <laughs> completely the opposite probably uh, has been a bit of a a mistake in that respect. So yeah, we'll look after it and it'll be it'll be fine before too long. Okay, I'm I'm really trying not to touch on that potential innuendo of the root cause. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Couldn't let it go. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly on. And <laughs> look, you thankfully enjoyed. <laughs> I've thrown you, haven't I? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, you enjoyed two parkrun days. I know. Tell me about those. I'm so lucky. I'm, I'm yes. a bit spoiled. Yes. So your first parkrun day was a number two. <laughs> Uh, touche. <laughs> yes. In a good sense. In a good sense. <laughs> yes, I attended Dorset Recreation Reserve, which I mentioned at the end of last week's pod. Uh, it is local to my mum. Sadly, mum didn't attend. Uh, it was a little bit too cold. She informed me that it was potentially going to be four degrees. <laughs> and at the age of 75, I made the call not to try to guilt her into attending and let her sleep in. Yeah, no, look, just, just on that, I will fight the urge to say soft and say good call. <laughs> I think she made the right call and we should all take a leaf out of that book. <laughs> yes. There's nothing soft about being smart. No, and when I <laughs> informed her that I would be turning up to pick her up and bring her home to my place at 9am, she still was 
maybe not overly impressed that uh, her sleep-in wasn't going as long as she would have otherwise liked uh, because <laughs> I didn't stay around for a brunch after park run. Oh, okay. I, oh. I picked mum up and brought her back over the other side of town to Meltown because we, yeah. we had a family occasion happening. And, ah. Uh, yeah, but at Dorset, yes. it wasn't launch day, Ollie. It was week two. Week two. But – what I love about Parkrun is you can turn up with no expectations and not thinking you're going to see anybody you know and have a completely unexpected experience with somebody you had no idea was going to attend and that's what happened to me. Oh, right. I had a brilliant run chat with a Parkrunner that I know from Westerfold Juniors when yep, I was yep. regularly volunteering out there and somebody who I have a connection with through one of my daughters because, oh, you know, when it's like that seven degrees of separation, yep. uh, my daughter's boyfriend's mum works with Narelle, yep. who is a Westerfoldian, and shout out to Narelle because I know she listens. Hello, Narelle. Yes, and she ran yeah. up behind me and quite uh, soon – in the event, and then ran along with me, and we had a lovely chat and a, a fabulous park run that was unexpected and really lovely. And I met Narelle's daughter. That's pretty cool. Now, Mel, are you one of those individuals that can take on a park run and a conversation with ease? So this is just all in your stride, or when you find that opportunity to have a chat with someone, went out on a park run, that the conversation takes the precedence, or I have to say, mm. I believe that. The ability to talk while running is mm -hmm. a skill that needs to be exercised. Oh, I see what you did there. Yep. Previously, I regularly ran in groups and I was uh, seasoned to talking while I ran. Yeah. And since I've moved out to the West, I run solo most of the time. Mm. And my run chat ability is not as honed as it previously mm, was mm. so and, and of course my fitness is not <laughs> as good as it previously was so <laughs> uh, running along chatting to Narelle as best I could trying really hard not to huff and puff and to sound coherent it was a challenge and to be honest Narelle is a far more accomplished runner than I and I was very aware that and yep. bless you Narelle she she was obviously happy to run at a reduced pace just to have a chat with me you know which was lovely I need to work on my run chat. <laughs> I haven't had that many run chats, but I have found the tactic that works the best is is you keep asking questions. And that's not <laughs> to say that I've ever <laughs> I've ever just manufactured questions for the sake of, you know, not having to chat. I'm genuinely interested. But yeah, you make the other person talk. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good tactic. Oh, that sounds lovely. I managed. I, I managed. Yeah. I huffed and puffed and got through it and reasonably happy with, you know, my time as well. So, yes. But something to work on. Okay, very nice. And did you both enjoy Dorset? Did you all enjoy Dorset? Yeah, it's a flat out and yeah. back course at yep. Dorset. Numbers were, I think, oh, no, I can't remember, maybe around 100 for event two. Mm. Uh, yeah, suburban park run and a very enthusiastic first-time RD out there, Manny. He did a yep. fabulous job. Awesome. And I was with friends. Path and Irene were volunteering. Thank you for volunteering. Well done. And I was there with friends Steve and Helen who were kind enough to put me up for the night so that uh, that shortened my commute in the morning. And they, yeah, they also were very kind and had a little bit of birthday cake for me the night before, which was sweet. 
<laughs> that sounds like a pretty cool parkrun day or and parkrun 24 hours. It was. Yeah. That's what I love. Like every week there's a little bit of happiness and a little bit of positivity to your week added by parkrunning. Yeah. And it comes in so many different ways, unexpected ways, as you say. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so Dorset, has that helped your challenge? I mean, you, you say it's pretty flat, so it's more that uh, aerobic exercise this week. Oh, yes. Yes. It's <laughs> exercising the run chat. Yep. Uh, sadly, no hill training this week. No hill training. No. But yes. I must say, Ollie, so previously I was um, feeling the effects of some overexertion and I was a, a little bit limpy. Mm. <laughs> I've had a little bit of soreness in my hips yes. and whatever because I over, overdid some walking on some hills at work and whatever. Anyway, so I did rest in this last week. So that's all seems to have resolved. So I'm back into now the panorama punish training. All good to go. Well done. I've done the right thing and I've rested and I've stayed away from the hills, but, you know, very mindful now, as you've mentioned, we have to be training. Yep. I'm a few weeks behind you, but good work. Yes. And back to juniors this morning, Ollie. Yes. Yeah. It, it feels a bit strange to be talking to you podcast-wise on a juniors day. Mm. Parkrun day number two. How was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I have to sadly report all puddles were evaporated. I'm sorry, Mel. <laughs> there was no duck, but what do you do? This is the times we live in. Were the kids okay? Oh, yeah. The kids didn't mind? No, no. No, okay. There was no reports of sad children. Well, that's what counts. The forest was absolutely stunning. There was a thick fog in the local area. But it just made the forest look absolutely magical. It Oh, we've got stunning photos from the morning. Mm. I have seen some. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen those, jump on the Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run Facebook page because they look pretty cool. Yes, and we had 16 kids and we would have potentially had more, only a couple of our juniors stepped into volunteer roles. We had a junior assist with RD duties this morning. Fantastic. And uh, the Parkrun Adventurer's own Abby yes. was barcode scanning. Nice work, Abby. Oh, spoiler alert for the end of the <laughs> 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 for her potential end of the pod. But, yes, uh, yes. so we had two little juniors who, previous to attending Junior Parkrun, never would have crossed paths but have now forming a lovely little friendship, which is beautiful to see. Oh, that's fantastic. Because they're little Parkrun friends. And what great help. Yeah, we had four juniors assisting this morning with volunteering. So it was so lovely. And what else can I say about? Oh, uh, had a little mishap on the way to juniors. Yeah, what happened, Mel? <laughs> oh, Skippy. Skippy ran out in front mm. of me um, <laughs> on the way and broke a headlight. Oh. And I have to say, I heard Danny in last week's pod yep. mention his new car, which is um, Tootle. What did he call his car? I forgot the first name. <laughs> Can you remember? No. Anyway. I can't. No. Anyway, Danny's obviously named his car. Mm. And I also have a name for my car. My car's called Maduri because it's a little green car. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always had the habit of naming my vehicles. Yep. Anyway, my car's called yeah, Maduri. So, yeah. poor Maduri. Kangaroo jumped <sighs> out as we were heading down the Ainsbury Road and the fog was thick, so literally I could not see anything on either side of my car and it was dark still because I was heading down to assist the RD with course setup. So, it was still dark, plus it was foggy and could not see anything on the side of the road. So the first I knew that there was a kangaroo was when it was in front of my windscreen (laughs) and, uh, yeah, and I hit it. But um, it was, from what I can gather, 
unharmed and bounced off into the distance, but it broke a headlight. So, yeah, Commodore's yeah, got a yeah. broken headlight. So, it was a little bit scary. I, I would imagine. I mean, I've I've never been a driver in that situation. I have been a passenger and, you know, we've, we've heard tales of kangaroo encounters on this very podcast before. So, oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. Mel and the showman, they had an encounter, didn't they? They did. They did. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going to make any claims about it being related to, to being a, a host of this podcast. I think haven't seen enough examples of that. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, it's a very startling experience and can be much, much worse. But it sounds like you and, well, Maduri and, and Skip got out of it with minor injuries in this respect. Yeah, I've got a feeling that probably the broken headlight was what we think is the tail of, of the roof. Yeah, yeah. On my return trip home, there was no evidence of any injured wildlife on the side of the road. So, fingers crossed that uh, Skippy just had a bit of a sore tail. That's right. That's right. That's one of the hazards of of travelling to Parkrun, isn't it? Well, travelling in general naturally, but travelling at that time of day in those conditions. Glad you're all okay, Mel. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That was Junior Parkrun morning and honestly, I'm still buzzing because it was just a really happy volunteer experience Mm. again at Ainsbury, regardless of our duck not making a showing. (laughs) (laughs) And Paul was home, so Paul came down and he volunteered as well. So that was nice, bit of a family affair. Oh, that's excellent. Lovely way to spend a morning and... Yeah, lovely to hear of young volunteers getting to see that different perspective of parkrun. Yeah, some of the best the best angles of parkrun come from behind the vest. Yeah, I just so. wish we could do something about that run direct vest fitting a little bit better, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it swims on most of our yes. adult volunteers, but mm. you try and put it on a child, it's a... Um, Take some good folding and pinning techniques to make it work, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Mel. Thank you for giving me a bit of a parkrun fix. You're welcome. But (laughs) uh, we can throw, Ollie, to a couple more people that can give you even more of a parkrun fix. Yes. So shall we listen now uh, to our roving reports? Let's. But first, let's spin our alphabet wheel and see what it comes up with. Why? Let's see what marvellous Mark's got in store for us today. Hello, Parkrun Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And um, today we're actually at uh, Cleve, which is a small agricultural town on the uh, central air peninsula in South Australia. We're on our way um, to Port Lincoln. And um, we've stopped here because they've got a, uh, a parkrun here um, called Yadoltney Weir Parkrun. And I'm here with Mark, who's one of the run directors. Good, uh, good morning, Mark. How are you? Great, thank you. How are you today? Good, thank you. It's a nice little small town you have here in Cleve, and um, it's good to see you actually have a, um, a parkrun course here at um, Cleve. Um, what's the, the history of um, getting the parkrun course here? It's only relatively young, started in early 2019, so how did it come about? A few keen local runners, I guess, that um, had been to parkruns in other towns, and they were keen to get one started here, so they worked towards it, and the council put in a trial that was perfectly suitable just near edge of town, so they worked on starting it there. So for our listeners, can you describe the course of the trail for us? So it's right on the edge of town and um, it's a straightforward out and back, two and a half kilometres out to back, and um, it's a nice rubble rolled trail, nice and wide, a little bit undulating. There's a few people that say the hills take a bit out of them, 
yeah, it's a really nice track. And was this your first experience with parkrun as being part of this crew? Yeah, I don't know that I'd ever heard of it before um, hearing that it was coming to town. May have a couple of those locals that had been doing it maybe mentioned it in passing, but I'd certainly not ever thought of it much. And you were saying before that you were coming up to the first first anniversary when um, the pause happened last year. So how did that, I suppose, impact your, the local community and parkrun community having that six to nine month pause? Yeah, I guess for a few of the regulars, yeah, it's um, naturally disappointing when you can't go and see those regulars and also when you can't meet those regular visitors who come through. And COVID in general probably didn't affect us in this area mm. that much. We're lucky in that regard that we're somewhat isolated from the the larger population centres. So in that regard, we were lucky. So a lot of us were still out there doing a few not park runs and out there running, walking, riding bikes. So we're able to keep going in that manner. But uh, it was um, sad not to be able to go out there and do it. Hmm. So it is a relatively small um, group that turns up for park run here. Do they come from far and wide, being a rural, regional area? Yeah, I've been quite surprised. We average, I think, I checked our average last night, it was 27 to date. And, but yeah, I've been quite surprised by how many visitors will come. You know, there's not many weeks when we don't have someone from out of town. It might be one of the, the nearby larger cities or, you know, there's quite regularly people from Adelaide, you know, that's over 500 kilometres mm. and they'll come just to do it. And people who would not have otherwise come to Cleve, you know, they've come just for that reason. So it's great to get people here. Parkrun's obviously a good thing for the tourism side of things and having a Y um, for your name is also a big helpful for the Alphabet Challenge. What, what are some of the touristy kind of things in, in this region would you pe- recommend to people to go see? I guess the area is, well, this part of the state's probably more well known for the um, the coastal towns, the, the mm. fishing, the seafood, the, the beaches. So Parkrun's been great to get those people to come inland a bit. We're kind of off the, the tourist trail a little bit, but um, yeah, we have the... The walking trail, the park run, the uh, the old up near Weir in our name. That's a reservoir five k's out of town. That's become popular camping spot. Okay. There's a park, picnic ground, camping area there. Also have another um, walking trail just north of town, which is more a bush walking trail to a little waterfall in a um, natural reserve area there. So that's um, people come, sometimes come and do that as well. That's a great walk. What does um, what does park run mean to you? Um, yeah, well, I look forward to it every week. Prior to park run, I was not a runner. Did plenty of walking, but um, that's certainly inspired me to start running, and now I'm a regular runner every week, and extending my distance out at other times as well outside of park run. So it really got you into into the whole running scene, and then you're also doing the, the run director role as well. How, how have you found being, being an RD? Yeah, enjoy it. I'm still fairly new to that role, but after having attended almost most of the park runs w- that we've had here, I um, had thought, in an emergency, it's probably something I could do. I probably know that run briefing off the top of my head and uh, had done most of the volunteer roles at that point. So, um, yeah, I said I'd be happy to give that a go. I've actually been telling people that the run director role is the easiest role there is because you always have that real good crew around you who know their roles and you just, you're just there to look good at the end of the day and all the other volunteers make you look good. So um, I, th- I think it's the easiest role. What would be your favourite volunteer role? Probably photographer. I'm a keen amateur photographer, so I've yeah. done that a lot of times and that's uh, I enjoy that yeah I think that's my other favourite one yeah is getting out there doing the photography yeah so alright well thank you for your time today let me drop in on you um, during, the, during the middle of the week and um, talk park run out of a normal Saturday schedule so yeah thank, thank you very much and um, we're going to go out now and do a freedom run of your, your course and um, 
we'll see how it goes. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, if any of your listeners are in the area, by all means, drop in and see us. Yeah, come and get a why. All right, talk to you soon on the Parkrun Adventurers. I would like to acknowledge the Turrbal peoples who are traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today and pay my respects to their elders, past, present and future. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy Natuju not touristing again. Yep, I'm turning the heat up on Kettering Parkrun again for the third week in a row. Well, technically last week didn't count because we're in lockdown, but I was there anyway. Now... Last Monday, as I was running a ridiculously long distance, I was listening to a playlist by Parkrun Australia. And um, at the risk of sounding flaky, I thought we needed a playlist for adventurers if they're taking on the challenge of the Sausage Roll Club. So here is a few of the songs that I've chosen. First up, classic from ACDC. It's a long way to the shop if you want a sausage roll. Uh, Next, grease is the word. Especially if you go to a local survey. Very dodgy, those places. Ah, my favourite by Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have extra sauce and a can of Coke Zero, please. Oh, and this hit by Elton John. B-b-b-Benny and the Bakery. Oh, uh, lastly, a throwback from Starship. We built this city. We built this city on sausage rolls. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Toodles from Tracy. See you on the V-side. Good morning Parkrun Adventurers, this is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew and today we're in uh, Port Lincoln for Parkrun at um, South Australia. So we're going to go to a, do a Parkrun here and then have a chat to a few of the other Parkrunners. Well I'm here with uh, Annabelle and uh, Annabelle's from Charais Trail Parkrun. Um, good morning Annabelle, how was your Parkrun at Port Lincoln? It was lovely. It is uh, a beautiful course here in Port Lincoln and it's a perfect morning, um, beautiful weather, no wind, nice flat course, so yeah, really, really lovely. It's a beautiful course here, so I think this is one of, in my top three maybe. So Shiraz Trail Park Run, what can you tell us about that? Uh, Shiraz Trail Park Run, it's a two-lap course as well. Um, it's quite complicated. It's got a lot of legs in and out. So, um, yeah, it is one that we need to have marshals on just to help keep people on track. But it's it's very flat, mostly on bitumen. There, there is a few little bits that are kind of a bit rocky. But it goes through vineyards and uh, through parkland and along the bike track. Yeah, nice. And um, what brought you to Port Lincoln today? Uh, we're over here on a family holiday. Come over to Air Peninsula to do the um, giant cuttlefish, swim with the giant cuttlefish in um, just north of Wyala. And uh, yeah, we just came down here to Port Lincoln to eat seafood and, <laughs> and do park run. That was on the list. <laughs> so have you done the swim with the cuttlefish yet? Yes, we have. Yep. And it was fantastic. A really extraordinary experience. So I highly recommend that to anyone. It's um, amazing. So yesterday we went swimming with the sea lions just off, um, so it was Blythe Island, just yeah, from here, and um, it was an amazing experience. Uh, water was a little bit cold, I imagine it was a bit cold at Wyler as well, but it was well worth it. Yeah, yes, no, the water was very cold. Um, yes, we did look at doing um, swimming with the seals in Baird Bay, but everything was all booked out, and the only way to do it really is um, on a tour, I think. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so we'll have to save that for another time. 
And you said before that you are undergoing a challenge in South Australia. What, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, in South Australia we have a, a challenge. It's called it's called the Statesman, although some people call it the Stateswoman and some people call it the Statesperson. But anyway, the challenge is to do all the park runs in South Australia. And uh, currently there's 37. And today uh, Port Lincoln for me was number 17. So I've got 20 to go. Nearly halfway. That's that's, an, that's a pretty good achievement. And um, you said that this is like maybe the furthest one to go to, so a lot more concentrated around the Adelaide region. That's right. Yeah. So looking at the map, all the ones around the Adelaide region are obviously fairly easy to get to. Uh, Port Lincoln's certainly the furthest in terms of distance. So you know, it feels good to have this one ticked off. Logistically. Kangoo Island is probably going to be um, a bit of a challenge too, so we might have to schedule a trip to Kangaroo Island at some stage. And the other side of Adelaide, eastern side, Mount Gambier is probably yeah. probably the furthest down there, so that's almost down towards the Victorian yeah. border, and I haven't done that one yet, so we'll be making plans for that too sometimes. A few family holidays to be worked out. That's right, yep. Yes. Right, well, thanks for having a chat with us today on the Parkrun Adventurers. Yeah, lovely to meet you. And um, yeah, all the best to all the Canberran parkrunners. Have fun. So I've just bumped into Richard, who's a run director at uh, Christie's Beach. Good morning, Richard. How was your parkrun? Um, hi, how are you doing? Um, parkrun was great. Um, location is superb and it's nice to have a, a flat course for <laughs> a, a change. We then tend to have a little bit of a undulation at Christie's Beach. And what can you tell us about Christie's Beach? I haven't been there before. Um, well, Christie's Beach now is, is going to be celebrating its, uh, its fifth anniversary uh, at the end of this month. I was originally one of the core volunteers and stepped up over the years to event director. And we have coastal Views they sweep sort of the oh, out of breath a little bit uh, the the coastline of the the Flurio Peninsula. Um, Christie's Beach was the the first sort of main park run in the south uh, of the Adelaide yeah. suburbs. Yeah, nice. And what brought you to Port Lincoln today? Um, originally, uh, cancelled plans to travel yeah, uh, okay. kind of far north, and sort of Port Lincoln was. It's sort of far enough away to feel like a holiday destination and lo and behold, it's, it's just a perfect place to be. Yeah, look, the weather's really been put on this morning. We, we woke up to a, an amazing sunrise outside our caravan this morning and there's the ideal running weather here at Paul Lincoln today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you felt a bit cold at the start, you didn't yeah. certainly didn't feel cold at the end. So, um, yeah, and the weather today looks like it's going to be a cracker. So, Where were you meant to park run today up north? I think we was going to be at Golden Beach, is it? Golden Beach in Sunshine Coast. Okay. But the COVID hotspot meant we'd have yeah. to, we could have travelled and then come back, but we'd have had to isolate for two weeks and yeah. we both work, so... Yeah, can't do that. Nope. Oh, well, so these, these times, you've got to be a little bit flexible and go with the, go with the punches, so, yeah. yeah. All right, well, thanks for having a chat with us today and um, we'll see you around. Lovely, thanks very much. So I'm with the run director for today, Darren. Good morning, Darren. Thank you for putting on a beautiful weather for us today. Oh, no worries. No, lovely day, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, this, is a, this is a stunning course. Um, really, really enjoyed it today, and the, the weather made it a lot, you know, quite good. So, um, how was your park run day as um, run director? Yeah, that no, was a good day. Excellent, good crowd, and uh, probably just as many volunteers as we have had uh, locals. So it's good. And thanks for turning up. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good, good to yeah. see quite a few tourists yeah. here today. And um, so, what what, um, what got you involved with Port Lincoln Parkrun? Uh, so about uh, three years ago, I moved down to uh, Wyala, and uh, one of my jobs that I had, uh, a couple of guys invited me along to Parkrun, and I'd only just started running. So, uh, and uh, so yeah, so that's what got me involved, and I haven't stopped. So you've been here at Port Lincoln for how long? Uh, three years, yeah, and. Uh, my partner Ali through Parkrun as well. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so uh, yeah, 
That's so, cool. Yeah, so uh, we've been uh, doing that as well as a few other. So got my running underway. We did uh, between us over just over 2,000 k's last year. Yeah, nice. Um, because of parkrun. So yeah, it was good. So a lot of that would have just been training on your on your own with no no real events happening last year. Yeah, no, there was no events last year, but uh, this year we've been able to lead on to that and do a couple of half marathons this year. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, we're going to all head off to breakfast now down the road. Yeah. So we'll see you there. No worries. Thanks. Alright Parkrunners, we're finished here at uh, Port Lincoln Parkruns, so we're going to head off for uh, coffee and breakfast. We'll talk to you next time on the Parkrun Adventurers. And great to hear from our roving reporters this week, Tracy at Kedron, giving us some ideas for a playlist, Ollie. I, I like that idea and, and sausage roll themed, which is good. Delicious. Yes. Baked goods. Baked goods. Always a fan of baked goods themes uh, ideas. So uh, thank you, Tracy. And also good to hear from Marvellous Mark out there on the job in South Australia. Yeah. Making the travel, heading west. And, uh, yeah, not, nice to hear from some locations I'm not sure I've heard too much from before. Port Lincoln, no, I have not ventured that far out, but I like the idea of swimming with sea lions. Not as sure about giant cuttlefish, I have to say. Um, yes, well, <laughs> I'm clearly still picturing what I fed the budgies, so, <laughs> yes. My budgies, that is. I'm still trying to remember the names of your budgies. You did tell me. They were like Egyptian-themed. That's right. Isis and Horus were their names. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, my budgies, they don't like cuttlefish. They just like pull it off the side of the cage and throw it to the ground and poop on it. Yes. That's what we think (laughs) of cuttlefish. (laughs) Well, I'm betting these were pretty spectacular. They sounded pretty cool. All the sea lions did, that's for sure. And well done to the the Scarborough team. Definitely. And uh, familiar voice popping up there when Mark spoke to Richard. Yes. From Christie's Beach. Yeah. Nice to see Richard getting out for some traps. Mm. Mark was also at Yadolkney Weir, Yadolkney Weir Trail for a freedom run. Thank you for pronouncing that. I was I was trying to get that right in my head. Yes. Yeah. Again, a park run I had not heard about at all, this one. And spinning the wheel for a letter Y. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I am curious now where they will head next. I'm not sure there are too many park runs for the next couple of hundred kilometres. So, uh, yeah, intrigued. I know. I'm kind of wishing I had paid more attention when Mark was (laughs) telling me about where he was going. Whoopsie. Yes. And, Mel, look, um, we did share there's actually been some more love for the sausage rolls and bakeries again. And I'm wondering if I need to be... um, mediating here because it seems that a certain premier of a certain state is disagreeing with our position as the best provider of the sausage roll in the state. (laughs) Oh, how good was it to see Dan Andrews on board with uh, sausage roll clubs? I mean, I couldn't believe it when I saw the post come out. He's (laughs) spruiking the best places in the greatest state to get the sausage roll, the pie and the snot log. He must be listening. Yeah, well and truly covered. I'm on a mission now. I've got to get Dan Andrews to a park run. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm on it. I'm on well, to it. 
I'm, I'm not about to endorse Euroa Park Run as uh, as part of the Sausage Roll Club, but uh, maybe it's a it's a half entry until Dan can convince us. I feel like I've got to go back to Euroa. I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Now I really need to go back, but I can say Tim Boone and their ice cream is very well known in this state as being a place to go. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So that's the starting point on Dan's list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dan's club. Um, look, that's making me hungry, Mel, which of course makes me think of Dazzers. And we <laughs> were joined, <laughs> we were joined once again in Dazzers by a fairly big number of, of park runners, not park runners, and beyond joining us. Uh, I'm not sure there was a whole lot of uh, talk about sport, despite the uh, the attention on sport. Yeah, I didn't get much feedback with Wimbledon or Euro 2020. And just on that, Ollie, why is it Euro 2020 when we're in 2021? <laughs> They're probably cheaper to not change the merchandise. Oh, right. Yeah, pandemic. Yeah. It's a pandemic yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah okay. that's right. Yeah, but yeah. we did have some new names popping up in Daz's Cafe. We had some new visitors to welcome. We did. So that was nice. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. And look, uh, before we move on, you mentioned Wimbledon. Big shout out. Congratulations <gasps> to the Barty Party. The Barty Party. Ash Barty. Oh, how exciting. Exciting. Yes. So we're thrilled to have a, a female singles women's winner. First time in 50 years. In NADOC week, Ollie. <laughs> I reckon. Oh, yeah, it just, yeah, what a fantastic achievement for her. Yeah, well done, Ash. Yeah, we'll relish that. And I'll move on before I just get caught up talking sport for the rest of the podcast. Yes, but meanwhile, one of our regular visitors to Dazz's is, that's you, Ollie. <laughs> Sorry, Mel. <laughs> Meanwhile, one of our regular visitors at Dazza's this week, (laughs) Val Warwick. I was timing along with a friend and our granddaughter was on tokens. Despite not being able to feel our fingers, we kept in sync. I may or may not have sucked my thumb in order to restore circulation. Fortunately, the app goes ding every time the screen is pressed because we sure couldn't feel if we'd touched the screen. Devonport was cold today. Oh, and we had a lovely photo from Val with Nana, Pa and said granddaughter. Yes, and well done. Big fan of the app and that ding is an absolute lifesaver in some cases. So uh, thank you for volunteering. Good work, team. And also popping into Dazza's, Mark Scarborough. Beautiful morning at Port Lincoln Park Run. Had James from the Channel 2 news crew pushing me hard this morning as he was pushing for a PB, which he neglected to tell me. But, Mark, you neglected to tell us if James got his PB. Yeah, we're going to have to look that up, Mel. (laughs) Get on to it, Ollie. No, that's okay. Oh, that's all right. You just give give me a second. Uh, Office is quiet, so we've got to do the research ourselves because we've come in on the weekend, right? Okay. You have a little look and I'll insert some elevator music. Mel, it was a good effort from James, but my quick researching skills suggest silver. Oh, okay, but encouraging. Yes, absolutely. We look forward to James building on that performance in the coming weeks. Yeah, well done. Uh, We also heard from Rebecca Bailey, fellow lockdown, not park runner. With the heavy rain and lockdown, I enjoyed a nice sleep in this morning, then headed off to find a different bakery. 
3.5 kilometres from home is Queen Street Bakery, Warilla. Lots of choice and a lovely 8 out of 10 sausage roll. Flaky pastry, nice flavoured meat, great ratio and it was hot. We'll complete another Not Park Run later today if the rain holds off. I'm glad to hear that Beck had better sausage roll experiences <laughs> this week. She also joined you in the sleeping club, Ollie. I reckon. Yeah. And I noticed a little bit of interaction, sausage roll interaction between her and Chris. Yes. On the last post. Yeah. It's all the rage in this neck of the woods. Contentious issues, these sausage rolls. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. But I will throw my kudos behind the Queen Street Bakery. The, uh, the pies and other orders through our school come from Queen Street Bakery. Love the apple pie. That's good. Yeah. Bernadette Bennett, an icy shower for the first 500 metres at Newey this morning and a chilly headwind for the last 500 metres, but so great to be still out there park running. Numbers very small for us at 200. The icy snap and predicted 100% rain had taken a toll. Home for some hot chock and porridge. Not bad numbers at Newey, seeing as those conditions were not looking good. Yeah, well done. Alison King, we had a Tamariki takeover at Puranga Park Run today. Tamariki is the Maori word for children. It was so cool to see the youngsters take on all the volunteer roles, ably led by run director Sophia, who turned nine last week. Much warmer today, as seen by short sleeves. Couldn't stay for the cafe, but aiming to do some baking this afternoon. Wow. Uh, they must be getting acclimatised to the cold over there <laughs> in these winter months to be in short sleeves at nine degrees. They're tough. Wow. But well done to the kids at Perenga. And Ingrid Botha did a run at Sydney You've Got This Park Run. <laughs> it's an easy four-kilometre run with a reasonable number of dogs to say a socially dis- – a socially – a socially <laughs> distance hello to. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll have to leave all that in now. I'm just reading into that that you, you were just – Feeling it should have been physically distanced. We're all socially close. (laughs) (laughs) No. I do like that park run, Ingrid. And, hey, look, if if it wasn't all about isolating, then we'd love to come and join you at Sydney. You've got this park run. 100%. But uh, keep up the good work. Brett Bailey ran Pegasus Sands Brunner this week. Two Melbournians here today but didn't get to say hello. Home to the Bailey Cafe for breakfast and listen to the podcast. Picture of Brunner resting post park run. Ah, well, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, But now I'm curious to know who the Melbournians were. I'm sorry? Brett, he said there was two Melburnians yes. at Pegasus, so now I'm curious to know oh, who they were. Now curious, yes. I'll have mm. to do some research later. I won't inflict the elevator music on the listeners. <laughs> Once again. And Janet Reed, tail walker at the beautiful The Avenues Park Run today with fellow event ambassador Alicia Hooper and her two golden retrievers, Gemma and Charlie. Got the missing seven for my Windex, then off to Meadows Tea Room and Bakery for a yummy... <coughs> snot log and a hot skinny flat white and then enjoyed the company of the one and only Mr. Brendan Peel and the lovely Jody. The snot log rated four out of five. There's a lot going on in that. That's um, another quality park run morning. I know. Yeah. And our friend of the pod, Mr. Brendan Peel over there enjoying the avenues. Yeah, Brendan, Jody, I hope you had a wonderful time and lovely to see everyone out there. We also heard from Melanie McGregor. 
Today, I walked as Tail End Charlie, wearing a mermaid tail, at Greytown Woodside Rail Trail. I got to wear my Parkrun 100s top for the first time. I had to take off my puffer jacket for the photo and then put it quickly back on along with two layers of gloves. I received number 38 token as Tailwalker and then Mr. 18, Miss 13 and I, as well as most parkrunners today, headed to the Offering Cafe in Greytown for coffee and a scone. Mr. 18 had a sausage roll, which he rated it a 7 out of 10 as it was sweet due to apple being in the recipe. The scones there are always a 10. It was great to hear from Melanie. Hello, Melanie. And I'm interested to know sausage rolls having apple in them. Mm, yes, yes. And look, on another note, understandably cold, absolutely. But yeah, I'm curious as well. This is an interesting combination. I wonder why we're honing in on Melanie's report with the baked goods rather than the fact that she was wearing a 100 vest. We're not focusing on the actual park run. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your 100 shirt. Yes. And I did love the mermaid tail too. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. And Jordan Gruby. Touristing at a very foggy Torrens Park run this morning, amazing course and volleys, followed by breakfast and coffee so good that we had two overlooking the Adelaide Oval. Not a bad spot. And nice to hear from you too, Jordan. Very nice. And then, look, uh, another not park run fellow lockdowner, Sam Schroeder. We enjoyed another sleep in before coffee in the pod, followed by week two of the very conveniently located Love Shack not park run. On return, Luke's Cafe served microwave shakshuka and coffee. Chef Luke has set himself the goal of trying a new breakfast dish each not park run during lockdown, and I am definitely not complaining. The shakshuka was delicious. Happily staying safe at home and enjoying the supercars on the TV and a cosy fire this weekend. That sounds pretty nice. I hope you enjoyed that, Sam. And again, so I feel like this is a theme with me, but I don't know what shakshuka is. This is another Gosselamé, isn't it? <laughs> this is one where Luke is ahead of me. I, I'm also not across Chuck Sugar. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're clueless. <laughs> we're, we're clueless. No, look, I've done, the, I've done the quick Google search just to spill my secrets. Looking at that, yes, I have had that. It's quite nice. It's very warming. So it's a recipe and usually it's it's I think it's a little spicy, sort of a tomatoey based dish with eggs, um, ooh, peppers, chili powder, just a whole range of things. Okay. What's the ethnicity of the dish? I believe it's North African and Middle Eastern. Ah. Mm. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Mm, could be incorrect. There might be different origins there, but yes, a good warming one, which uh, would have suited the weather to a tea here. Okay. Good to hear. Well done, Luke. Yes. And another new voice this week, another new visitor, Faye Morgan, cool morning at Coomera Park Run this morning and a lovely picture of the group from Coomera. Is that how you pronounce it, Ollie? Coomera. Yes, absolutely. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. And we also heard from Nadine Crawford, visited Cairns Park Run and enjoyed feeling warm for a change. I also saw two sausage dogs, Mel, but didn't stop for a photo. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh, that's okay, Nadine. Next time, 
okay? <laughs> and on an aside, Ollie, I got a little gift from one of my girlfriends this week who gifted me some socks. Ooh. And I might be well known through the lockdown as purchasing yes. multiple pairs of uh, novelty socks. And I got yes. a pair with sausage dogs adorning, <laughs> which I wore to Junior's this morning. <laughs> That's fantastic. Useless piece of information there. <laughs> Dog assassage. And Mandy Oliver. First time is welcome at Surface with superhero theme for Sue's 150th. And of course, coffee afterwards. And congratulations to Sue. Yes. And we also heard from Tanya Bailey. Slow walk today with Brunner, then home for eggs, Benny, made by Brett, and custard squares made by me. And you got the Bailey shot this week, Ollie. I did. I got the full Bailey shot. And uh, those custard squares looked mighty impressive, Tanya. Well done on those. Very jealous. Tracy Wood. Breakfast after park run to celebrate a friend's 150th. And the photo was courtesy of Erica Liotta. And it was at Kedron Parkrun Brunch. Good to see you all. Yeah, congratulations on the 150. Jack Corkle, lovely morning at Cormorant Bay Parkrun for their 100 event. <laughs> I wondered if you would read it that way. <laughs> no practice either. I was the 1,000th, and I'm struggling on that one, of course, ever finisher, <laughs> and they even made a special finish token just for me, Snot Log from the Furnival Bakery afterwards. It's got a bit of a sense of humour, has our Jack. Yes, and what about that? 100T event and once that, oh, that 1,000th <laughs> finisher. Yes, that's nice. Uh, I like the synchronicity of that. And, and of course, we are referring to the humour because Jack obviously had a first finish <laughs> token that he had upside down, which made it look like it was the 1,000th that's right. ever finisher. But I trust <laughs> that he was the 1,000th ever finisher. Legitimate. <laughs> or was that a joke too? I now don't know. <laughs> I was hook, line, and sinker. sinker. I thought it was a genuine token. Okay, Jack. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you? Oh, dear. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> I think I need a bit more oxygen in my brain. Okay, Jack, you, you need to get back to us, please, and yes. um, set us straight because we're clearly both clueless. <laughs> <laughs> and hello to Greg Garner. Worth getting up early for Parkrun today. And Greg has posted another stunning sunrise photo, which he's becoming well known for. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Greg. Particularly because I missed it this week. But um, lovely morning light. Oh, you sleeper innerers, you. <laughs> All you South Australia, South Australians, New South Wales. What do you call yourselves? New South Welshmen? <laughs> We'll take that until I until I'm informed of a better term. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all you New South Welshmen all having your sleep ins on Saturday. Yeah. Oh well, we'll let you. We do it in comfort. And we heard from Julie Young. Cool start to the morning, but nothing dampens our spirits. Volunteers, scanners at Hashtag Newey Parkrun. So we've heard from a couple at Newey this week. Hello, Julie. That's right. There certainly were a few there. Yes, and thank you for volunteering. And Chris Fraser. No run today, didn't leave the house, but enjoyed the Nutella slice. And we had a photo of a plate with crumbs. <laughs> I think Chris forgot to uh, photograph the Nutella slice before he ate it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 
We're a bit slow on the photo there. But good on you, Chris, for staying home and staying safe. That's right. And, Mel, we have a late entry. I noticed that, Ollie. Someone's just banged on the door at Dazza's. Um, quite welcome, of course. Of course. It's never too late until it's too late. So welcome, Pippa White. And from Pippa, so a topsy-turvy weekend, a walk on parkrun day, and then four parkruns and a juniors today, taking over 20 minutes off that distance PB. Saw lots of apricot shirts, 13 sleeps to actual parkrun England. If Dazza hasn't hung up his apron, may I have a latte and a vanilla slice? Yes, you absolutely can. Absolutely, Pippa. Great to welcome you back into the cafe. So four parkruns, so four fives is 20, so 20 and juniors, 22 kilometres and 20 minutes off for a distance PB. Pippa, speedy Gonzales. That's what I call bloody good. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well done, Pippa. And, yeah, 13 sleeps to go. That's exciting. We've got to start practising, Ollie. Yes. Yeah, well and truly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to get my number pronunciation right. And very exciting, Mel. It's going to be honest before we know. So for all of our English parkrunner listeners, we're thrilled. We can't wait. Yeah, they've been so patient and they have I feel like they've had to wait, well, Not all the countries are back, but it just seems like England's just had it the hardest. Am I wrong? Well, it it has been a very, very long period. And I think, for again, for our English parkrunners who saw parkrun's imminent return, was it last October, only to be dashed at last minute? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of... They've sort of been promised it. It's been dangled. It's been set back. Then we saw stage four postponed last time, just in June there. So, Mm. yeah, very excited, Mel. And uh, we're naturally going to be following this very, very closely. Absolutely. Dazza is getting ready. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Uh, Look, someone else who's going to be following things very closely, Mel, is someone who, despite how it sounds, has been settling in very well (laughs) to uh, (laughs) Parkrun Adventurer HQ, our informant. So why don't we go and have a listen? is having some late night pickle cravings, I can tell you it's all down to a shabby tabby and those babies are going to be ugly. Anyhow, these are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. But you wouldn't do that because you can get it all right here at the Parkrun Adventurers. And Parkies, this week is guaranteed to be a smooth report because I've done away with the script and I'm going rogue. Firstly, I'm going to tell you all about junior parkruns. There are currently six junior 2K parkruns in Australia, happening every Sunday. Cannonvale, Desconnor Park and Bellevue State School in Queensland, Westerfolds and Amesbury Heritage Trail in Victoria, and the most western one is Thorndon in South Australia. Milestones are different from the 5K events. Juniors receive a half marathon wristband at 11 events, a marathon wristband at 22 events, an ultra wristband at 50 events, and a 100 certificate for 100 events. Last weekend there were five events and 238 junior parkies took part. 29 of them scored a PB. There were 31 first-timers. Harrison and Nicholas Bray recorded a half marathon, 
while Hannah Loganova, Emily Mitchell, Olivia Kelly and William Mitchell all recorded the full marathon. On the most junior events list, James Reynolds, Mackenzie Thiel, James and Elise Scarborough are all on the top of the list, having completed three of the six junior events. Riley Cairns has completed the most runs with 93, and maybe no surprise, he's also at the top of the junior bingo list with 50 out of 60 numbers. I'll put these stats up on the blog in my spreadsheet. Not the biggest, but high in quality. Now back to the old school stats. Last weekend there were 594 runs taking place in 9 countries. There were 328 in Australia and 34 in New Zealand. Denmark and France had 8, Japan had 18, Poland had 76, Russia 51, UK 37 and the USA had 34. There was one launch at Peace Valley in the northeast of USA. Aussie New Zealand attendance was up by over 5,000. We had 30,238 runners out of 41,954 worldwide. We had 3,396 PBs, while 1,035 people participated for the first time. 65 juniors reached the Junior 10 milestone, 148 people reached their 50 milestone, 79 reached their 100 milestone, and 10 people reached their 250 milestone. 22 people called bingo. Julie Reynolds was the quickest with 165 events. Brian Lee was the slowest person taking 318 events. We have eight new statespeople. Karen Clare, Sarah Toskin, Lorna and Nigel England in the ACT, Tom Ryan, Neville and Leanne Binns in the Northern Territory, and another Queenslander in Leonie Butler. On the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, it is starting to get congested mid-pack. Robin Rishworth and Nathan Castle completed Cleland and Dorset Recreation Reserve respectively. This puts them in a three-way tie ranked 12 with Kathleen Wellington on 151 different events. 74 people increased their Windex. Judy Street was the biggest mover, up 16 points to 30. Okay Parkies, that's your lot from me this week. As always, to see these stats in full, you should definitely follow the informant on Facebook or visit the blog at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant, or one word, .me. This has been The Informant, and my stats report is like a triple chocolate muffin smothered in chocolate sauce. Thank you to The Informant this week. Ollie, we actually have no idea what The Informant said because apparently The Informant doesn't work weekends. So... Her part will have to be added in post-production, unlike us hard-working co-hosts who are working on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure it's quality. Thank you, informant. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> or we're going to have to bring in um, somebody off the bench. Ooh. Yeah, well, let's wait and see. Who could be on the bench, Ollie? Well, yeah, we've called the agency before and, hey, we've had some pretty, uh, some pretty wise help as well, so uh, there are options, but uh, mm. let's 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 let our, our informant settle in. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, more chances. Yep. But Mel, there's um, I think as we were talking about before, and we've got England parkrun returning very soon. There are some more parkruns returning. Yes, Ollie. More accents to master. More foreign language. Wunderbar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did a term of German. Yep. In year seven. 
that would have been, oh, 1983 maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did some German in primary school, but then I also tried to learn Dutch and I was in primary school, so I'm not sure any of it was right. So uh, maybe to avoid offending anyone, I might just keep quiet on this one. But we are very excited for our German compatriots. We really are. Is that the right word? Yes. Yeah, very exciting. So we, we look forward to welcoming everyone back there. And Mel, more parkrun excitement coming for you next week. I've got a trip, Ollie. Yeah. This is a trip that was planned and cancelled and rescheduled and I thought it was going to be cancelled again, but Bris Vegas, Bris Vegas has been turned orange, which actually means that I can go. And hopefully come back. <laughs> hopefully. That's it. <laughs> or otherwise, I'm going to be taking up residence in Tracy's spare room <laughs> for goodness knows how long. That's right. Look, after the cancellation last month, it's fantastic to see that opportunity. So uh, it should be a fun one, Mel. Yeah, but stay tuned because a week is a long time in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm already resenting any words that have passed through my lips already. So uh, <laughs> let's just wait and see. And also coming up, we've mentioned the 24th for England return. We've got to remind everyone, You've hopefully many of you have received your ugly buffs already it's ugly Christmas in July. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, what a nice, I suppose, doubling up of events on that said day. That's just yes. going to make it even more special. Not only is England returning, but, you know, the number one event on the Australian calendar is also occurring. Yeah, and look, I'm not going to suggest that our English parkrunners could possibly enjoy the return of parkrun more, but... <laughs> What could be more festive and happy than donning your ugly buff, particularly if you happen to have it? And I think there is a few that headed that way. Mm. I think a few have turned up in New Zealand as well. Yes. I wonder if there's any other countries that they've gone to. Oh, maybe we need to find out from the elves. I wonder if we can get some audio from the elves. Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we look forward to it. We look forward to more pictures. It's been great to see those uh, those receivable pictures. I haven't shared mine yet. Not that anyone needs to guess what they look like, but um, <laughs> it's exciting. It is. I refrain from wearing said buff on Parkrun <laughs> Day. I'm saving it for the 24th. I, I, I mean, I donned it for a, an excited they've arrived photo. Yes. But uh, I, I did take them on my trip this mm -hmm. weekend. They were packed, but it just didn't feel right to pull them out and wear them yet. Mm, I understand. It's coming. Mel, as well, I mentioned that the weather was a bit dodgy up this way this last parkrun day, and I did notice as well, we have to give a special shout-out, don't we, in the foul weather up at the beaches parkrun too. There was a special occasion. That's right. Sorry, I kind of thought I'd leave it for you to insert the name there. <laughs> That's okay. Congratulations, Thomas Polman. Yes, here at uh, Parkrun Adventures HQ, we like to acknowledge milestones, official ones. Yes. And Thomas, uh, P4, Ollie? Um, <clears throat> I haven't checked. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. Okay, well, either P3 or P4 and perhaps <laughs> Sonia or Peter can enlighten us in that regard. But congratulations. Yes. He had to wait an extra week for that <laughs> yeah. milestone due to um, barcode, uh, what would you call it, Ollie? Yeah, barcode for a gettering -ness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah. that really was a sad photo that Sonia <sighs> posted a couple of weeks ago of the yeah. despondent Pullman staring into the ocean after a barcodeless park run. But nonetheless, he's come back and now achieved it. Yep. All the sweeter for it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yes. Yeah. And, and yes, very brave. Very brave in that weather. So, uh, well done. What a way to do it. Congratulations. Yeah. Little clap for Thomas. Yep. So, Mel, I suppose um, that's possibly it for another week. So, uh, look. Please do, everyone, share with us your they've arrived photos or maybe more importantly, share them with the ugly Christmas in July page. It's exciting. So let's let's build that excitement. If, of course, you do want to reach out to us, you can contact us via Facebook or on email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. But, yes, that is it for another week, and we will see you all next week for more adventures. This is the Oracle. Abby, Euro 2020, this is not. Finished it is. Victors, Italy, war. Knowledge is power.